Welcome to the No Frills VA podcast, brought to you by the Association of Virtual Assistants. Your host is award-winning VA consultant, best-selling author, and founder and CEO of the AVA, Melissa Smith. The AVA is the most trusted source of information in the virtual assistant industry. This podcast is for you if you're a virtual assistant or looking to become a VA. The AVA knows you have questions, and we're providing you answers on the No Frills VA podcast. Hello, welcome back to the No Frills VA podcast. And today we're going to talk about networking. And I have a feeling that when I mention networking, you probably have some pretty strong reactions. So some people might say, I love networking. And some people say, oh my gosh, please don't make me do that. It's terrible. And I will tell you that I love networking. I built my business unknowingly by building a network. And what I mean by that is when I started my virtual assistant business, I sought out to meet a lot of different virtual assistants. I wanted to know all the different things. I wanted to meet a lot of different people. I wanted to get a lot of different opinions. I wanted to see what was in the industry. Do I want to do this? Does this sound like something I want to be a a part of? I I learned it from my mom, who was a very big networker, and I saw the value that she got out of those long-term relationships. And we're going to come back to that. Well, when I was out networking and meeting all these people and educating them on virtual assistants and then introducing them to VAs, it was a year later, it was long-term, that I found out the value of that. Now, not everyone has to take as long as I do to see, wow, why didn't you just start charging in the beginning? Well, no one else was doing it. Other people had agencies, but they didn't have a matchmaking service. So I didn't have anyone to go off of. I didn't have anyone to kind of not reinvent the wheel. But then doing that really allowed me to literally build a business from my network, which was so much smaller than, so much smaller than. It's it's crazy to think that I built a business on such a small network. But I wasn't in it for the short game. I was in it for the long game. Now, that in-person networking, I did not enjoy that. I did not enjoy that. Online networking, that's my jam. I love it. I will meet with just about anyone to network online. But you will have to do something pretty crazy to make me go to your in-person event. That is where I kind of draw the line. But now, did I do it when I first started my business? 100%. And why? Because that was nine years ago and there weren't as many online networking and support groups. I wanted to be around other people. I specifically joined groups for a purpose. And some of that purpose was not to get clients. And that's also a a misconception about networking. It's just to get clients. No, if you're doing that, that's sales. 
And if it feels icky, it should, because all you're trying to do is sell people. You're not trying to give any value back. You're wanting this immediate result. And you might even get frustrated when you don't get it. Now, some people say, oh, I get immediate results all the time. That's why I continue to network. Well, then great. You're a really great salesperson, (laughs) but that's not networking. And recently I've started to do more in-person networking again. And you're like, okay, well, why would you do that? When now you have a bigger online presence, now everyone's online, you're, you've been in business for nine years, like, why are you doing this? And it's because when you're networking, there has to be a purpose. There, there has to be a purpose. It's not sales unless all you care about is sales, right? So when I network with someone, I'm, I'm not about trying to sell them. I'm not trying to get them to be a client of mine. I am networking with them. I want to know about them. I want to know about their network. I want to know how to provide value. I want to know what you do. Now, does every person I meet, do I think, wow, this is someone I want to keep in my network? No, but I don't know that until I get to know them better and continue getting to know them. So if you're going to try to contact me and all you want me to do is match you with a client or give you something, then please don't. (laughs) because I don't want to be sold anything. I'm looking for real connections with real people, with real long-term value. And so I'm doing in-person networking events again because I moved to a new city and I want to be involved in the city. I'm not going there to get clients But the reason that I chose a business environment instead of a personal environment um, to get involved in the city and things that are going on is because it makes me so uncomfortable to network in person. But if I put on my business hat, now I have more confidence because now it's not about me. It's not about what I'm doing, who I am personally. Now it's about business. I'm, I want to know about your business. If you want to know about mine, then great. But I'd love to know about yours. And I'd love to know more about the city and, and how can we um, work together and make this, you know, just an even better city than what it already is. And so I'm working on that. It will be long-term. I'll have to work on it all over again. There was a time when it was hard and then I did it and it got easier and then it became commonplace. And then I stopped because I didn't have to do it anymore. And that's okay. I, I didn't have to do it again for a long time. I don't have to do it again now. Now I want to do it. So I'm not telling you to do things that you don't want to do, but I am telling you that some things that you want to do will actually be outside your comfort zone and a little bit challenging. And again, if we go back to that long-term effect, one of the most common reasons that VAs network is to get clients. Now, we already know how I feel about that. But in the beginning, that works. But here's what I hear all the time. The referrals have ran dry or the referrals are no good. They want old prices. They want old services. I don't do that work anymore. And now I don't have any referrals. And now I don't know how to get clients. Every single day, this comes across my my inbox. And that's because you haven't worked at keeping that network alive. You haven't worked to learn about other people so that they can also learn about you. So I'm a big fan of referral based businesses. I have a referral based business, 
but it's no one's job to refer my business. And if someone's struggling in their business, is the first thing on their mind to be making sure that they're giving you referrals and sending you referrals? Probably not. And if they're struggling, like, I I don't want them to. I I want them to focus on what they need to focus on. I have my own business for a reason. But how do I know that? Because I reach out to them. I'll periodically send emails. Hey, do you want to catch up? We haven't spoken in a long time. I saw this article. I think about you. You know, there's all kinds of different reasons. And that's the really strong network. And that's how you keep it going. And that's how you keep referrals coming in. Because then when you do catch up and they tell you all that's going on in their business, and then you can say, well, here's what's going on in my business. I changed this. I changed my business model. Here's my new prices. Now they may not memorize all this and that's fine. But now you can say, well, what's a good, what, what what's a good referral for you? Great. Here's what a good referral looks like for me now. It's a little bit different or it's a lot different. It's also in these networking groups where we can have an ask. I actually went to a new networking event online just this morning. And in the little sessions, they had a place where we could have an ask. And it felt so uncomfortable to me. Because we just met. I, I It felt really uncomfortable to ask people who you just met to do something for you. And it also feels uncomfortable for people I've just met for them to ask me to do something for them. And when it came to all the other questions, no one had any problem answering them or communicating or, or chatting with one another. But when it came to that ask, Everyone was a bit uncomfortable. And it's because it's really strange to go in and just meet someone and ask for something. When people want something, when they're desiring something, they'll tell you, they'll communicate it in different ways to let you know that this thing would be of value to them. And some of my greatest joys in networking is not saying, oh, I'm the answer to your problem. It's saying, you know what? I know the perfect person to introduce you to. And it does make me that excited. It's why I have a matchmaking business. I love it. And guess what? When I'm going to this new in-person event now here in uh, my new hometown, they're looking for members. They're looking for people to help them. Well, guess what? They have a bunch of like listings of things that they're looking for volunteers for. None of that is something that I want to do. So what did I pitch them with? I'm happy to become a member. I'm also happy to be a volunteer, but here's what I do. And here's what would be really great for me. I'd love to learn more about your members, who's showing up and who they want to meet at this event, and then make sure they're meeting the people that they want to meet. How does that sound? Well, obviously that sounded really great to them. And that's what I'll be doing because that's where I feel at home. And I'm, then I can be behind the scenes, but guess what? Everybody knows me too. But if you're a VA like me, you really want to provide that value. You want your work to speak for itself. And I get it. And networking can do that. Following up with people. What client doesn't want a VA who follows up with people? Remembering details, making sure nothing falls through the cracks. 
someone tells you something on a networking call and you write it down, you put it on your calendar and then you follow up with them and they are blown away. Like, how did you remember that? Like it's, I put it on my calendar. I don't try to dazzle them with my amazing memory. I said, you told me, I knew it was important to you. I put it on my calendar, set a reminder so that I could congratulate you today. That shows the ability. That shows the value of a VA. That shows the value of a network and people who really care about what you're doing and not just using you to build their business. Now, all that to say, by the time you need to network, it's often too late. And you may not have a lot of time on your calendar. You may not say, I, you know, I don't want to meet new people. I, I really, you know, don't have that. Well, then great. Reconnect with old people that you know in your network. Start to rekindle those networking relationships. But the better question is before you do all that, really break it down to why do I want to network? Because I can tell you all day that you need to network and that it's a good business practice and everything else. But, you know, if you if you don't want to, then obviously you're not going to do it. Then before you ask, what do I get out of it? Think about what do I give? What do I give out of this? Right. Because when you go in with that give mentality, you're creating an abundance mentality. You're creating more mentality. And that's not just for clients or money, but that's also your time and energy. So what are you giving? What's your give when you get on these calls? Mine goes back to my strength, something that I can do easily. I'm not trying to do something that's hard because I'm not going to be able to be able to network long-term if I do that. But if, if my superpower, if what I do is make sure that people who need to meet meet, then that's how I know I'm giving. That's how I know I'm doing it. And then lastly, ask, how do I know if this is successful? Well, I take a look at the relationships that I'm making. Not all of them will be fruitful. But the ones that are, are amazing. And so I don't even have to ask for the thing that I want. I can pray for it. I can believe in it. I can put it on my goals, but I don't have to ask this person for it. If I'm doing it for the right reasons and because I want it and I know why I want it and I know what I'm giving, then I know how to understand if I'm receiving it in the right way through my relationships. And if you're saying, Melissa, I just can't do anything more. Well, if you don't have time for a networking meeting, a virtual once a month, then I might suggest that you need to create more space in your life and in your calendar. Once a month is, is not unheard of. I mean, some people do networking events once a week, twice a week. I have networking events on my calendar weekly. That's fine. That's me. That's what I want. I want a lot. I want abundance. I like the relationships. But it has to match you. And I'm telling you, you can get great results from even once a month. But you got to be consistent. 
You got to be consistent and you got to be in it for the long term. You got to be in it for the long haul. This isn't about followers and an audience and people who come and they say, oh, I want to meet Melissa. Like, that's not networking. Like, that's that's not even attractive to me at all. I want to meet people who say, you want to meet me. Like, here's what I do. Like, let's share. Let's let's grow our network together. But, you know, finding that for yourself, finding that value for yourself, doing it for your business and doing it consistently. This is all about the long term, all about the long term. And there's so much more than just getting clients. It's the people you will meet. It's the opportunities you'll have. It's the possibility of collaborations. It's being quoted in articles and being on podcasts and doing things that you want and that you dream about. And if none of that is what I said, then scrap it and replace it from what you do want. Because if you go out there and you do those things, you will get that, but you're not going to get it on your own. Just the same way clients can't get there on their own. And maybe you've gone to some bad networking events, both online and in person. You're like, oh, I'll never do that again. Well, I'm no stranger to those. I went to an in-person networking event a few weeks ago and the woman next to me was drunk. We were seated at a table. She was drunk. True story. I'm not going to say all networking is bad because you know what? I meet clients every day who come to me and say, I had a horrible, a horrible VA. I've had several horrible VAs. I don't even know if working with the VA is even possible anymore. So I don't, I'm very careful not to take experiences and turn them into things as a whole. I'm like, okay, how can I make this better for next time? How could I handle this situation better? Is there anything I could have done? Is this organization something that, you know, kind of screens for this? Uh, You know, what's, what's happening here? What kind of people are they attracting? And then move on to the next. But I am, I'm super passionate about networking and growing your network and building your network so that you can grow and build your business in exactly the way you want to. Exactly the way you want to. I'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Like the podcast? Share it. You can tag us at at Association of VAs on social media. Want more with Melissa and your peers? Join the AVA. We're at associationofvas.com. You'll find a link in the show notes.